you're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Danica Ellis. This is episode number 434.5. And today I'm going to tell you about a couple of my favorite backlist titles about sapphic vampires. So it is October, and I hope that you're all enjoying it so far. This has been a year that I am really into spooky season. I usually read a little bit of horror in October, and generally I don't read it at all the rest of the year. But for some reason this year, it crept into even my summer reading, and I have been really enjoying it. I don't know what it is about this year where I'm finally open to horror and open to admitting that maybe this is a genre that I genuinely like and not just for the Halloween of it. But now that we've actually reached October, I have checked out so many horror books, especially queer horror books from the library. It's kind of embarrassing. I have more holds that are waiting to come in. I think I put about 30 on hold. So we'll see how that goes. Obviously, I'm not going to be able to read all of them, but I am really excited about them. I want to read a ton of them. And that's not even counting the books that I own that are horror books. And then there's the ebooks on my Kindle, which I tried not to think about. I pretend that that doesn't count towards my TBR. So I have a lot of books I want to read. And it has really supercharged my reading this month. I just want to be reading all the time. I want to be reading faster. I just have so many books that I want to read in October in particular. And one of those subgenres that I really enjoy are sapphic vampires. And if you know anything about me, that's probably not surprising because I love sapphic books and obviously what could be a better Halloween read than a sapphic vampire book. I've already talked about Carmilla on all the backlist before, so I won't totally feature it, but I will just mention if you haven't read Carmilla, specifically the edition that is edited by Carmen Maria Machado, you've got to. It's so good. I actually wrote a whole book riot post about it called Bringing the Lesbian Vampire Home, Carmen Maria Machado's Reclamation of Carmilla, about how much this changes the story and improves it. I absolutely loved it. I also talked about on Our Queer Shelves, the Book Riot newsletter that I write, that I have a couple of completely random lesbian vampire books on my TBR that I picked up just knowing that they were lesbian vampire books, not knowing anything else, not needing to know anything else. And that includes I, Vampire, which has the tagline, Can a 700-year-old Transylvanian find true love with a revolutionary Riesmian fishwoman? And that one also has Virginia Woolf on the cover. So that'll be a weird read whenever I get around to it. So that is obviously why I'm thinking about sapphic vampires. I'm going to talk about a couple of my favorites that I recommend. But first, I want to talk about my TBR. Autumn is here, which means it's time to curl up with a great read and get cozy. So this year for me, it's all about horror. But whether you're looking for creepy reads or romance or cozy mysteries or modern classics, whatever kind of escapist reads you crave, TBR can help you find the perfect books for your fall reading with options curated to your specific reading tastes. And yes, you can request queer books and we encourage it. You don't have to, but we encourage it. 
Visit mytbr.co to find out more and sign up. It only takes a few minutes. That's mytbr.co. Today's episode is brought to you by Underlined. Haven't read a Natasha Preston thriller yet? We dare you to try. She's known for her line of chilling young adult suspense novels like The Cellar and The Fear. The New York Times and USA Today bestselling author excels at putting fear into the hearts of her readers. So her newest book titled The Dare is about five friends whose senior prank goes very, very wrong. This is the perfect graduation season read for thriller fans who can handle a good scare. The Dare is now available wherever books are sold. You can learn more about it at getunderlined.com. So again, this young adult thriller is about five friends with a prank that goes wrong. There are dark secrets, a twisty plot, and creepy I know what you did last summer vibes. So if you, you know, it's graduation season, you want to revel in that, but like make it scary. You know what I mean? Pick up The Dare by Natasha Preston. And thanks again to Underline for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Greenleaf Book Group. No summer vacation should be without a great read. And I don't know about you, but I am partial to mysteries and thrillers for my hot month reads. It's hot girl reading summer always over here. And from the award-winning librettist of Legally Blonde, the musical and the screenwriter of Freaky Friday, Heather Hawk, comes the page-turning psychological thriller, The Trouble with Drowning. So when author Eden Hart floats into Tucson's Antigone books and all her dazzling perfection to give a reading, Kat, a struggling writer, can't help but compare herself. Thankfully, Kat's life starts to take on its own Eden-like glow when her literary future takes shape and she falls madly in love with Jacob. As demons from her past begin to surface, Kat's mental health craters and this halcyon dream slips through her fingers. For the fastest paced slow burn you won't be able to put down, be sure to check out The Trouble with Drowning by Heather Hawk on Amazon or your retailer of choice. And thanks again to Greenleaf Book Group for sponsoring this episode. The first book I wanted to talk about, I have to start with a disclaimer, an apology. This is out of print. It's hard to find. I'm sorry. I don't understand why it's out of print. That is wild to me. Hopefully that's going to change soon. If you read Spanish, there is a Spanish edition in print. So there you go. It's When I Arrived at the Castle by Emily Carroll. And you probably know Emily Carroll from her previous book, Through the Woods. She just wrote a new graphic novel called A Guest in the House, which I just read and really enjoyed. And this one is obviously a sapphic vampire book. It is a kind of horror erotica comic. And I absolutely love Emily Carroll's art style. It's so gorgeous. This one combines this super cute bunny character with this really off-putting vampire story. And I think the juxtaposition works really well. If you like stories that are queer and horror and a little bit erotica, then you have to check this one out if you can get your hands on it. I think that all of those elements blend together in a really interesting way. And I love how she designs the pages. They all look so different. 
And I'd want them framed and hung on my wall if there wasn't the nightmare factor involved. I was able to get this through an interlibrary loan, so maybe that's an option for you. I definitely recommend that you at least try to get your hands on this because it is absolutely gorgeous and a little bit confusing. It'll definitely keep you thinking. And I just love everything Emily Carroll does. I'm hoping this goes back in print because I am very confused by why it would go out of print to begin with, because Emily Carroll is such an incredible creator. The next book I want to recommend, I did talk about on the podcast when it first came out, but it's been a year and it's out in paperback now. So I'm going to take this excuse to talk about it again. And it is House of Hunger by Alexis Henderson. This is a horror novel set in Victorian London, and it is about our main character, Marion, who is barely scraping by working as a maid and caring for her addicted, angry, difficult older brother. She has a real tough life. She doesn't have any friends. Her employer and her brother are both very cruel to her. So when she gets the opportunity to be a blood maid, she takes it. And what that means is that she will live in the North in luxury. She will have enough money to pay for her brother's treatment. She'll have enough money for basically anything she wants. And then her employers will drink her blood for its health benefits. But honestly, that does not seem worse to her than the maid job that she has now. And at least she'll have more money. And she is approved. It's it's quite a competitive process to become a blood maid, even though it is also looked down upon. But she is chosen. Her blood is supposed to be really high quality, very sought after. And she is taken to the home of Countess Elizabeth, who is sort of an Elizabeth Bathory stand-in, which I find really interesting because Elizabeth Bathory is a fascinating figure in history. So I'm always intrigued by books that have her in them. And she has a whole harem of blood maids. So she joins them and they're all very competitive about wanting Elizabeth's attention. Marion falls for her and she is in this really cutthroat world of wealth. It's a claustrophobic story. It's really interesting to see the different blood maids and how they interact and the ways that they think about their position and their relationship with Elizabeth. So I definitely recommend this one. I had a little bit of trouble figuring out at first. I thought it was a YA novel, and then there was a lot of drug use, and I thought, Maybe this isn't why, after all, it has a 19-year-old main character. I think it is sort of one of those crossover books. I think it would work well if you read a lot of YA, but it isn't technically YA. And I guess it's not maybe the most technically a vampire novel, but if you're drinking someone else's blood, that's, that's pretty vampiric, I would say. So that is House of Hunger by Alexis Henderson, if you want to read a little bit about a fictional version of Elizabeth Bathory. Those are the books I have for you today. Thank you so much to our sponsor. Thank you to our audio editor, Jen Sink, and thank you for listening. 
For more recs or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com. And don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen, or just check Book Riot on your podcast player of choice. And also remember to check out mytbr.co to get your perfect fall reading recommendations, including if you want more sapphic vampire books, I can find them for you. You can find a list of all the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. And remember, if you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and you want to show us some love, please leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We sincerely appreciate your review and they help other book lovers find us. If you want to find me, you can do that at lesbury.com for my sapphic book blog. And in the meantime, happy reading. Happy reading.